Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Dialed In. This is a broadcast where we focus on communication, relationships, and personal growth with actionable steps that you can implement immediately to help you live your best life. I'm your host, Bethany Clemenson, and today we are talking about connection. The biggest and most common way that we connect is through conversation. Have you ever had a conversation happen and you left feeling like it was a waste of time because you just didn't connect? Or maybe you had a really important conversation that you were intentional about making it go well, but afterwards you just couldn't put your finger on why you didn't feel good about it. Well, we're going to talk about these situations today. The goal of every interaction that we have with others is to gain trust. Now, there's a huge variety of levels of trust in our world, from trusting the checkout person at the grocery store to give you the right change, to trusting a physician to help you navigate a health crisis. To build trust on any level, connection is required. You've got to build the connection. Have you ever been to the grocery store and the clerk won't make eye contact with you? How does that make you feel? Not good, huh? I remember growing up, my parents always told me that when I met people or I passed them in the hallway that I needed to look them in the eye. When I was Uh, introduced to people, I had to say my name with confidence and then be sure I gave them a firm handshake. Why? Because all of these things are the building blocks to trust. Now, I know most of you are probably thinking, Bethany, of course, I've heard all this before. Get to the point. Well, I'm going to share with you three ways to connect and build trust today. So if you don't have a pen and paper out, now is the best time to do that. All right, number one, remember anytime that you have a conversation with someone that you need to be sure the interaction is all about them. Use their name when possible because it makes them know that they matter to you and make sure the conversation is about them. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, sometimes when we encounter people, they want to tell you about something about them. And so they ask you a question that'll lead to that. For instance, where did you go on vacation this summer? And then they don't really listen to the answer. They just want to tell you about their amazing vacation to Europe or whatever. Be sure that your intention is pure and your intention is about connecting. So how do you do that? Well, number two, you come to the table with authentic interest in others. Now, how do you do that? Well, you make sure that you connect through asking genuine open-ended questions. Now, it's really, really fabulous if you can have an idea about who someone is or what they do or maybe their family or where they live beforehand. But if you can't, you can still connect. All right, so let's say you're at a networking event. You can simply go up to someone, introduce yourself and open the conversation with, what brings you here today? 
It's an open-ended question and who knows the answer that you'll get and that will spark further conversation. Now, we just entered September, so you could ask what was the best part of your summer or how was your Labor Day weekend? Did you do anything fun? Um, you can even ask something that probably isn't asked very often to really open up conversation. What are you most excited about in your life right now? I mean, that can be a million different things and it can really help the individual that you're talking to know that you're interested in connecting with them. Other questions. What's the best book that you've read recently? What's the best part of what you do every day and why? What's your favorite hobby? What do you like to do uh, with, your, with your group of friends or with your family? Or what's the very best summer memory you have growing up? The options are endless, but you have to be intentional about having those questions like in your back pocket and ready to go. Now, if you pay attention as you are out meeting people, whether it be at a local church or a networking event or a school event, if you pay attention, you'll see that some people are really, really good at these interactions and other people, not so much. Talking about the weather is a typical go-to, at least in the United States, in our society. And really that doesn't foster a connection. Now it may be a good opener just as one initial comment, but then you've got to follow that up with some open-ended questions. When you're really, really interested in people, you build rapport, you find commonality really quickly because you're asking questions that allow people to give you more than a yes or no answer, and you foster trust. So speaking of different people and how some people are really, really good at this and some maybe not so much could use some uh, improvement, have some improvement opportunities, one way this is my number three today. One way that you can notice the difference in people and how they relate is to notice their different personality styles. This is a big deal. Not everyone relates with each other in the same way. Now, one way you can do this is understanding DISC, D-I-S-C. Now, you don't have to be an expert on DISC to, to understand where people are coming from. And so today I'll give you a brief breakdown of each of the personality styles in DISC. And just so you know, if you want to dive deeper, I did a episode on Dialed In about DISC several weeks ago. And you can find that on anchor.fm forward slash Bethany Clem. But I'm going to do just a brief overview of the styles here today and how you can relate to them. So D-I-S-C. Each letter in DISC stands for a different personality style. Now, before I jump into this, I want you to know that we are all a combination of the different DISC letters. So for me, for example, I am an ID. Uh, my husband, he is a CD. Uh, my daughter is an S. See, so it, it, we're all a combination of different styles and we all can have the different pieces come out in different ways depending on the situations that we're in. But here's how you can recognize where a person is, where they're coming from and how to respond to them. Okay, D. So 
this person is direct okay they're they're typically a decision maker they're a driver they're very very task oriented so when you're talking to a d you want to make sure that you have their conversation quickly and easily you don't want to get bogged down in a lot of details a person that's a d personality style just wants to know the bottom line avoid excessive joking and meaningless small talk they want to stay focused on the business and they want to understand what is being said and they just want like the top of the waves the 50,000 foot view so they can make a decision learn what they need to learn know what they need to know and move forward they may use uh, phrases like i see and i understand d's make up about three percent of the population all right the next style i an I is inspirational, they're influential, they're often very interactive, they're talkative, and they're people-oriented as opposed to task-oriented like the D. So I's really like having fun. They love to engage in social situations and maybe they're someone that says, let's meet over lunch or let's go have coffee and talk about it. They share stories. I's use words like I feel. And you'll notice this when you're talking to an I, because they're not so much focused on the task, they're focused on the people. So I's make up about 11% of the population. When you're talking to an I, be fun, keep it light, share stories and connect that way. All right, the next style is an S. Now get this, S's make up like 69% of our population. So S's are stable and steady and supportive people. They're people-oriented, but they may not be as active and animated as I's are. They're more passive. They, they like to stay behind the scenes. It's really important that you relate to them in conversation by being relaxed, open, and honest. Sometimes S's may talk at a slower pace. They may want to definitely talk about how they're feeling. And they may ask you a lot of questions about you in conversation in order to connect. Since S's make up such a large part of their conversation, I'm sorry, of the population, it's important that you recognize when you're talking to an S. S's typically are not um, fast, decisive decision makers. They don't need every detail of things either. They just really enjoy being and supporting being with and supporting people. All right, the last one is C. C's are compliant and they're correct. It's really important for C's to be efficient and do things the best way, the right way, every single time. As you can probably tell, C's are task oriented. They enjoy really having a detailed understanding of what's happening. They typically ask a lot of questions in conversation and they like to have data and facts and figures. So if you're talking to a C, you want to stay away from the details of storytelling. You want to stick to facts and figures and you want to stick to things that are tangible and, uh, and, and things that uh, C's can like wrap their head around that aren't necessarily emotion-based but are more fact-based. C's make up about 17% of their conversation. I'm sorry, of the population. I keep confusing those words today. So in my experience, a connection is missed 
oftentimes just because we're not paying attention to the other person. We're so busy listening so we can speak that we forget to listen so we can understand and then move the conversation forward in a way that makes the other person feel seen, heard, and valued. My challenge for you this week is to really be aware of others' personality styles and make your conversations all about them. I'd love to know how it goes. There'll be a blog post coming out later this week and you can go to my website and comment and let me know how this is working for you and ask questions. I'll be checking the comments regularly and I promise you I'll respond. My website is www.bethanyclem.com. Watch for that blog post. Oh, and be sure to sign up for my list. Once you're on my email list, that blog post comes directly to your inbox and you won't miss miss another episode of Dialed In. So thank you so much for being here this morning. I appreciate your time. You have a lot of options of what you could be doing with your time today and it means a lot that you spent it here with me. So until next time, take action on connection. Live big and stay dialed in.